Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Hey, Marketing Money Podcast listeners out there, if you need help with your geofencing and mobile placement of advertising, uh, such as we talk about from time to time, you've got to be on the phone. Look to Rain Local. Uh, they're a partner with this podcast now, and uh, Rain Local does a heck of a job on placing ads on that mobile phone, native, and helping with social as well. Uh, so if you want to look them up, rainlocal.com. If you talk to a rep, tell them the Marketing Money Podcast sent you. And now, back to our regular talk. Well, 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 it's been a while since we've sat down with the summer and all the fun stuff that we've done. It's time we made another one of these Marketing Money podcasts as we get ready to move into the fall, which is conference season. Yeah. Back to school. And today is a very, very, very special day. Standout day. Why is it special? 36 months ago, 72. Yes. Podcast, I guess we have no, more no, than that. No, no, it's more than that. It's like in the 80s. Oh, because we made a bunch. Anyway, it's three year anniversary. Today is the three year anniversary of when I added it to my LinkedIn. That's right. So it's probably like it's, it's probably like three years, four months, or something yeah. like that. But it says on LinkedIn that today is the three year anniversary of the Marketing Money Podcast. Happy anniversary, John. Hey, happy. Did you give What's, me a gift? The three year anniversary is the. Um, and I can't think of anything funny. The mm. the hickory wood. It's the ans- it's the answer anniversary. Here's yeah. number three. You get an Iverson jersey. Yeah, that's true. Number three. Three Pete. Three strikes. Oh, never mind. No, Maybe we Pat had three. Riley. We had three years of three strikes and we're out. Yeah, this is it. Hey. This is it. This is it. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's announce our farewell tour like Motley Crue and then come back. Yeah, uh, Josh and I are signing a contract. You can't tell us apart, so it doesn't matter which one. But one of us is going to sign a contract with the other one that says we will never podcast again together unless you come out and see us in concert or, lo- or we go broke. Or we tear up the contract. Or we make enough money we don't have to podcast anymore. Yeah. Well, which is probably the thing we need to do. Well, if it didn't work for Motley Crue – who had a lot more earning potential than we do. Yeah, they're going to make a movie about us just like they did about them. Ours is going to be called The Hurt because yeah. it hurts to listen to this podcast. Yeah, some people listen to it. Like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this thought the other day. Speaking of numbers, you said three years. We said three, <laughs> said three years, whatever. But saying numbers yeah, makes you think yeah. of numbers. No, it did. Holy it did. cow. It did. As we were eating dinner with my family and all the animals that my wife has pro- procured procured, mm. procured over the years, Noah Oxford, the rescue house that I live in, we are now, I am now feeding 10 mouths a day three times. Yeah, that's 30, 30 meals. Yeah, times seven. 210. Yeah, that's 210 meals a week. I am so glad I'm rich, Josh. I mean, can you imagine if I was poor? I mean, the fact that caviar and lobster – 210 times a, a week. That's is, just for the cats. That, exactly. You I have mean, prime rib for the kids? The Peking duck. Yeah. I mean. Peking. Uh, yes. He was peeking before he got burned. All right. So I, I got fired up Anyway, so my point is I'm, I'm fired up because you're fired up. I'm fired up because I have to keep this 
crazy train of whatever salary You're cash. Debt my str- I am now debt motivated because people got to eat and I yeah. got to feed them. Get you a line of credit. That's a, a, that would be a good use of funds. I've already done that. Okay. Twice. He, he locked. Double mortgage he locked. Oh, it's a me lock. <laughs> you have sold yourself for indentured service. I own so much now, it's me lock. It ain't no he lock. I'm locked in. So, so I got up this morning. I don't know if I can replicate the energy with which I was ranting in my head. So here's what I propose today. This is going to be like the Russian roulette of and, marketing and, money And podcast. let's set the context here. I have no idea. what. Usually I'm the one that shows up with a sheet that has what the topic is, some bullet points. We ran around, obviously, if you've full, listened. You know, we kind of just joke around, then we listen. And I try to bring it back, or I used to, with kind of the tactical takeaways. But then we got into just kind of free flow of the topic of the day. Well, this time, I showed up. It's morning. I showed up straight from the gym. I'm sitting here, like, no preface to any of this. And yeah. Josh shows up with a paper with, like, notes and stuff. So I'm like, okay. So the roles have reversed, although – uh, he's usually the wiser, more strategic, and I'm more of the tactician. So maybe it's reversed today, maybe it hasn't. But he's showing up with uh, something, and he said he's not letting me know, and he hasn't because he wants to gauge my reaction. No, I want to capture it. How the... are you going to capture it with voice? Yes. Oh, okay. I... What? <laughs> Can I throw? Well, ha ha ha! <laughs> exactly. Well, you use these things called emotions. Oh, the Mariah Carey sang about that once. Yeah. So you're gonna hate this at face value, I think, which is why I want to. But 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 give me, give me a second to bring it around. Okay. So here's the deal. In the post Apple, like everybody's like looking at Apple, like for the past ten years. But really, Steve Jobs. I'd say the post Steve Jobs world. We don't really have like the Tim Cook world. Yeah, but we don't talk about Tim Cook that much. That's right. Just because, I mean, there's been lackluster success and rollout and all that stuff. And, I mean, um, I think he's a fantastic leader for Apple. He's not a, a visionary, but a He's leader. a great guy. But, I mean, he, it, would, it would be the understatement of the day to say he's not Steve Jobs. That sort of over here with something just hit me today. So this is the subject. This is going to be the, the working title and the part you're not going to like at first. Okay. My wife loves it when I tell her she's not going to like something right before I tell her something. Most people don't like it when you tell them that. I say, honey, you're not going to like this, but I'm about to tell you something that you're not going to like the thing I'm about to tell you. This is what banks have to learn from Disney. You're, you're treading on just do it Nike Yeah, I don't line. Work, You actually worked for Disney. I employed True. somebody that worked for Disney. And this isn't the happy... Chick-fil-A say thank you. It is from... They don't say thank you. They say your pleasure. Yeah. Or my pleasure. <laughs> or somebody's pleasure. It has been a pleasure. It is all so, of our so, pleasure. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the deal. This isn't about the ground-level retail experience of Disney or brand loyalty. I, I'm looking at corporate that and as an outsider. And here's what my subtitle would be. And this is something you've heard me say to people. You bought an underwater boat? Yes, sub, sub, yes, subtitle. Do business like you're going out of business. Oh, like, yeah. why, why do businesses wait until they're going out of business to become desperate? So I want to read you. I'm going to start with the bottom, the, what, what the catalyst to this is. Started from the bottom, now we're here. That's it. So Disney announced that they're going to add certain de Soleil performances to their parks. Okay. I did not know that, but... I've just been waiting to go see that new Star Wars gig, but anyway. Okay. 
this is so here's I'm going to read what Disney did in 2019. They released a live action Dumbo movie that didn't do well, but nobody talks about because it doesn't matter. Because they also released live action Aladdin, live action Lion King. Yes, it was a whole new world. It was. They released Toy Story four. Mm-hmm. That you know they weren't going to do another one with Tom Shanks. Who? Tom Shanks. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, Star Wars is coming out. A new Star Wars movie. They own, by the way, Disney owns Star Wars. They own Marvel, which is a big deal. They released Captain Marvel, da da da, and Avengers Endgame, which earned two billion dollars. And it was the Endgame. Yeah, and they 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 killed off their most profitable people. Ah, they'll bring them back. Yeah, well, they can, but whatever. Anyway, they launched Disney Plus, a TV ish thing with a bunch of shows already slated and like the shows aren't going to come out till next year but they just launched it they bought fox an entire like other company they opened the star wars parks at their the star wars portions of their parks and they announced an avengers portion that's coming next year not like in five years but next year which is a really sticky wicket because universal marvel comics sold universal the rights to their characters at the park so if you go to universal studios you see marvel and it's real confusing for patrons i just think they're going to just bite the bullet and sue them they did this whole if you're a fan of the stuff they ticked off sony with spider-man if you looked at this with no context they're doing everything like who takes dumbo aladdin and lion king and releases them all in the same year that that to me, from the outside, that feels desperate. Like, won't you pace it out, homie? Like, do one this year, do one next year. You, you only got so many cartoons you can remake. 2019, to me, feels like Disney was doing everything they could to stay in business. And then at this little event they just had, they they uh, released plans for 29 new things in the next couple of years. 29 new projects from TV shows for the Disney Plus or whatever you want to call them streaming shows. And my point is, and this is how it relates to banks, they're acting like a company that's 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 throwing everything against the wall, pulling out all the stops, but they're doing it while they're successful. And here's the thing for banks. Banks, oh man, we can't we can't update our core. I mean, that would just that would be really like, you know, disruptive. Disruptive and, and expensive. But it's terrible and our people hate it. It doesn't work well and it 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 feels like 1992 technology on online banking and mobile. Yeah, and the complaint strain, as I call it. You just you feel like complaining instead of doing your job. And well, we I'll just complain. And we can't launch digital digital marketing or OAO because it's tied to the core. And we can't launch an onboarding campaign or a, this. Disney, and look, they, they have all the money in the world and all the power in the world. But the thing is, is... They're as successful as they are. And this is this is different from the past. Like they would release, like in the past, Disney would have released Lion King this year and Aladdin next year. They didn't They'd have put it in some vault where you couldn't get yeah. it for three years. It was all, all limited. Yeah. I don't know if the the outside the rest of the outside world sees this, and I'm not some big Disney file, but it's just like <laughs> that's a word. That's what they call people. Sure it is. It's Apple and Nike are hackneyed and we can't really look at them anymore. No, 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 no. Let me interrupt real quick. Stop your flow. Mm-hmm. Apple hooking up with Goldman to create that card, the new card, takes like the one that doesn't have a bank involved, but it does. But it does. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, mischievous marketing around it. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of it, and I'm putting that on Apple, not on Goldman. There's some like it's not a bank. It's a you're, no, yeah, it is. It is. But here's the deal: every bank in America 
could have made that card. You could have had the ease of operation, the tracking, the graphics, the infographic style tracking of your spending. A cool card. Just I mean, that's a the cool, big like deal. Everybody, but the problem is you've got, to your point, oh, our core can't do this. We can't line up this. This would have too much scrutiny on BSA because it would release this and someone could see this. And this, if this vendor got to see this data, maybe they could do And so it's all these hands working against each other. And Apple's just like, it's pretty easy, guys. You put the tech with the bank as the depositor Southwest, and you make a card. Southwest it's, does a card. It's not. Um, Hilton does a card. But, but we get in our way so much. Thinking, overthinking. Overthinking of like the regs and this and that and this and that. And then they just go out and whether the card is great or unique is very argumentative or whatever. Like, I don't think it's. But people want it. That, that, well, that, that you can't argue about. No, but in my marketing world, because it's the bank marketing podcast, it sucked all the air out of the conversation towards them and away from your credit card or your bank. Because mm-hmm. now, well, I have 0% for the first six months and all these points. Uh, Apple over there takes three minutes and I get a discount on my product and I'm an Apple file. And it, yeah. And so I'm going to do that. Exactly. To your point, I think Disney, by doing this, it's not so. And and I'm kind of moving my conversations and my talkies and my speeches and whatever presentations I'm sure you do as well to moving away from all this like you have to set it up and all this to just grab the attention because the attention is worth more than the sale now. Well, I think that like dumb Shia LaBeouf meme, if you've seen that where he did the green screen where he's just yelling, just do it, just do it already. Like that, and I know that's the Nike thing, but like this morning it hit me that that hit did, me. Ha, that that Disney is acting like a company that's the thing I keep saying is why do you wait until you're going out of business to 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 act desperate? They're acting completely desperate and raking in the cash. But they're sucking all the attention out of the out of the marketplace. You can't do anything else. Every entertainment news, they touch everything. They bought everything from Fox. You can't talk about The Simpsons now without talking about Disney. I mean, they they finally said, we're sitting on a mountain of cash. We're going to go buy a bunch of awesome assets, and we're going to suck the attention away from everything else, and we're going to make a lot of money doing it. And I think that's why – I don't think it requires – I think we can set people up to say, but I don't have the, the, the funds. No, look at us. And I'll say that. I'm going to brag about Renaissance for a minute. We're getting multiple million views per week on our site. We're getting multiple million views on our content because we're making interesting content that's not trying to sell because, again – if data is the new commodity, if data, not commodity, but the gold, like everybody's like, it went from all this other stuff to now data is what you want. Well, if that's the gold, how do you get the data to act? Yeah. How do you get your gold into the marketplace? We do that through interest and content and interest in marketing and eyeballs. That's what it is. The people making money today are all over social. They're all over the web. They're all over digital. And they're all over content because they're able to suck the interest away from their opposition. Yeah. I mean, and they're in the conversation. When you're not in the conversation, you're not part of the selection process. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, I mean it, name presidential candidates. There's a Democratic primary going on. We're not getting into politics. You can only name three, maybe four or five. There's 21 people running. To the point Guess where— Guess what? The other 16 that aren't in that top four, they're not getting any votes because no one even knows who they are. Yeah, well, what— uh, no one knows who they are. Colbert did a – I'm not a huge Colbert fan, but there was a funny clip that I saw where he said, if you just told me a random white man was running for – They did it. Did and, you, and, and it was they like sent, Ryan Whiteman? They sent this – yeah, this guy to the park, and he looked kind of senatorial, presidential, presidential yeah. and he was like, hey, I'm Ron Whiteman. And they're like, I might vote for you. Yeah. <laughs> it, 
It just It's like a bank. Hey, I'm first bank. Hey, I'm second community bank. Hey, I'm first state bank of Northwest Southern. I guess you're as good as the others. And then some bank comes along or an Apple or somebody that has attention grabbing content, attention grabbing processes and products and okay service might not even be that great but they suck the life away from you being able to get in the conversation and also now you're just another little thing on the corner and they're the ones banging at home with all the great business and content ideas well, and here's the thing i want to point out it's it's not a complex strategy it's a pretty i don't want to say dumb because it's a smart strategy but it's not like an innovative strategy they just went out and did it all like it wasn't like this meticulous like what it's just like put it all out yep Put it all out. If Let's we, do it. If every movie in the theater, or every time there's a movie release in a theater, if we have a Disney movie in the theater, chances are they're probably going to see a Disney movie at some point in the run. Yeah. I mean, the other part, I mean, the advantage they have, and I think we could draw some correlation, is Disney is is an omni-channel immersive experience. Yeah. You, they have a park. They have a location. Now you go there and, lo- and you go to the magical kingdom, the magic kingdom, and you disappear from the real world while you're there. You eat their food. You sleep in their hotels. You spend your money you on their, their they, entertainment. Oh, like you don't know what's going on in the world when they you're there. They just released. They bought their second private island. Forgot about this. Forgot about this data. Point. Well, there's Paradise Island and Pleasure Island, and now there's two there's, more islands. Treasure Island. There, there's more. There, <laughs> they got a lot of islands. They're, they're launching another cruise ship, and they they purchased another island. Really? Is this where they're going to have Firefest too? I, I hope not. Uh, but my point is, they are they are spending money to make money. But again, if you looked at it with no context, I took away. We had the time, and it would, would would be a boring approach. But we took away like all of the Disney and the names, and I just listed all the things this business was doing. Like this business is doing this. They're, it would just it would reek of desperate. You'd just be like, "Dang, why don't why don't you just do one thing and 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 do it well and all that stuff?" My point is, as far as like a tactical to the bank, because the bankers going to say we don't have all that money, we don't have the the, the, the staff, the creativity. Have. And what I talk about is there's your it's fault and responsibility. They didn't either. They nearly they were tanking in the '90s or early '90s, and then they had their whatever they call it, second golden age. Nobody has the talent till they go hire it. Nobody has the opportunity until they make it. I know this is starting to sound like Tony Robbins, but my point no, is— No, you're not cussing enough. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not big enough. You're not 6'8 and big 90. I'm not. But I don't know what to say other than—I guess my big tactical takeaway is there's a lot of stuff banks need to do. Well, think about this. Let's put it this way. Take from this, learn from Disney. You're moving into budget season right now. October, September, October is when you're kind of planning. November is usually about the time you send it up for the blessing of the CFO and the CEO and the board and whatever. And then you start in January. Now is the time when you say, what are we going to do next year that's different from this year? What are we going to do next year that's different from the other banks we compete with? And 99% of the folks that listen to this podcast, your mom, my mom, my brother, but, you know, whatever. Hey, Clayton. Yeah. The ones that listen to it are not are going to go back and go, here's our posters for the branch. Here's our brochure. No, it, it, here's, general, our, here's, here's our same plan with a 2%. Here's our same plan with a 2% increase. And in that, we're going to just refresh the stuff we have. Oh, here's our 
conference budget to send one person to some conference. Here's our budget to, uh, oh, maybe we'll make a commercial and we'll show our bankers shaking hands and a drone shot above it and a teller row of smiling, usually ladies waving. I mean, just let's yeah. just call it what it is. A couple of handshakes and then a logo tag at the end that says, we're the bank of the people that serve best you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's what you're going to do next year. It is that is what you're going to do next year. Oh, and you'll do some high school scoreboards, and you're going to go do some uh, some ads in the yearbook, and you're going to go support the local this and that. But you're not going to do anything to grab anyone's attention that's different from what the other banks are doing. And that's why you're not Disney. That's why you're not Umqua. Let's just say it. That's why you're not uh, Apple. That's it. But you could be in mm-hmm. your market. Even and if you're small, you could be. But you've got to be creative. You've got to take risk. And you've also got to quit doing the same boring marketing you've always done. Bank marketing, look, I know I'm kind of ranting now, is boring. Let's mm-hmm. just call it is boring. Here's the difference I would say is we see a ton of bank marketing because, well, I do a ton. And we're at the conferences and things like that. I'm not as necessarily – I absolutely agree that banks, all banks can improve their marketing. They, oh, I mean, just so, just so, so there's no argument. There's no argument there. I think that banks don't spend enough money on it. Oh, well, most of them don't care. Just I, I would listen. I would say this: army <laughs> salespeople, let them go with Agent, some brochures. Agencies, take people gonna, to lunch. You're gonna love this, banks. I'll actually give the the counterpoint to John. Just fire your agencies for 2020 and turn all that into media and actually run the stuff you're paying. You paid them to create in 2019 instead of like. I guess my point is inundated. Like, I see banks that have bad ads to decent ads, and they're running little dink dunk campaigns here and there. Now you got to immerse your market. My point is is that Disney took over, and and to talk back about Renaissance, just since we're kind of kind of talking around it, is we we bought newspaper, we bought TV, we bought Yellow Page when it. When it was oh, I had the salesman thing. cry in my office. I've told you that story. Yeah. I don't know if I've told it on here before. The guy came to my office. Uh, this is a few years ago when I took over uh, marketing. Sounds like some Game of Thrones thing. Took it over. No, mm-hmm. I was promoted to it, and I'm sitting there, and I earned it. And I'm sitting in my office. <laughs> Believe me, I earned it. And I'm sitting in my office, and this guy comes in, and he set up an appointment. He sits down, and he brings out the stack of books and he starts sliding for all the markets that we're in which is plenty and i just oh there were seven eight nine books and a whole other stack. he says here was your ad from last year here's you doing and i said i'm sorry and i said uh but we're not doing any of those anymore and he said well why not how are your customers going to find you and i said i said have you heard of google i said have you heard of google and he was like oh yeah and i said you know and if not that Yahoo Bing, blah, blah, blah. The rest of them, I said, you know, we have locations. We're going to do digital advertising, whatever. And he he almost, I don't remember if he, like, wept really, but he, like, kind of was taken aback that I, like, you know, his account that, I don't know, $60,000, $100,000 to spend. And, look, call me the devil, whatever. I wiped it out that day. I was like, we're zeroing out. And I said, I'll, you know, I'm going to talk to you about it in person, but this stuff is totally ineffective. Mm-hmm. What about the 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 lady that needs her, the old guy that needs her, whatever? And I'm or, like, but I'm then like, they just try to like say, but we have digital ads and yellow no, pages. You have, the no, you have a website. Yeah, it's a website. I have my own website. They can they can Google it there. So anyway, I cut it to zero. That was a huge culture cultural marketing turn for our bank. Now every I won't say everyone. Most banks now have removed phone book ads and don't do it as much anymore. But we cut to we cut to straight zero, like I don't know six five what. Many years ago, 
And it was a shift, and it was a big shift, and it freed up dollars to go do real effective marketing. Well, that's where I was getting to. Like, Freed what? up energy to not have to go through 60 phone books and make sure the ads and the phone numbers are correct. I mean, it cleared the deck to do some real stuff that was effective versus what you've always done and just done a 2% rise in spend every year and go back, update, 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 and lazy being a lazy marketer. Well, here's what I'll say. is so, you know— You thought I was going to hate this. This wasn't a hate. I we, love this. <laughs> we can— so, so I get asked a good bit, or, or you know, the feedback is, but we're not the size of Renaissance, you know, on this digital content. By the way, just, just to point out some real numbers, like we're talking about this the other day, these content pieces. So, if you've seen so true, y'all, SEC shorts, um, and the other stuff. I mean, five to six million views is normal, but has gotten up to 16, 15, 16 million views per episode. Yeah, and and to the, your point, you brought this up and put it in my mind, and now I sell it. Well, when I'm speaking, is it's 1950s advertising. Yeah, this stuff isn't with, with 2020 delivery. technology. Yeah, yeah, delivery. It's, instead it's of buying, a, instead of doing a commercial, buy the show. Yeah, you know this show is brought to you by GE, and and GE brings you the show, and so you have to watch it because you're watching the show. You're not turning to your phone and moving out. And, and then so, what else are we going to tell them? Like, yeah, you know, oh, we're a bank. Hey, we have checking. Hey, oh, you do? But, but I didn't what know if, what a bank did. But John, what if we advertise checking to somebody that's looking for a loan? Like, it's a bank. And we and we know what they do, but the point I would say is one: all of those shows are affordable. No, they are. They I mean, are. Th- that that's kind of the secret that that I'll tell you. Now, now you can't. You, your bank may not be able to go do four or five, six of those shows. Yeah, you could do four or six. You couldn't do like sixty. No, no, I meant like four or five, six different concepts. Oh, different concepts. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we have you over do, seventy shows now produced with our brand yeah. in our in our bank. Now that's seventy episodes. Yeah. It's like eight or nine shows as far as like what they yeah, are. The concept. But the point is like you may not be able to do that, but you could do one or two. They're expensive as a line item, but but what John said earlier about the time and attention and all that, when once we saturate a place, the point I'm trying to make is once we saturate a place, we moved on. Yeah. Now some we killed, like Yellow Pages wasn't valid. We still do some newspaper and things like that spot for, for, for a purpose or this old, quote, old Remember media? when we had our own Facebook site, Sora, that uh, getaroundmississippi.com oh, or whatever, getaroundalabama.com? Get around. We, cre- we had a partner do- doing it with, but it was, it was really – about that It guy. was a Facebook site yeah. that we did ourselves before Facebook was like what it was. I mean, it was Facebook was around, but it yeah. wasn't like the billion customers Facebook. And I forgot about those guys, the Canadian dude. It was pretty – it was – I think in concept it was right. The problem was is that when phones we, – we had it before people's phones would take pictures. Yeah. And so here's the concept. Just Oh, yeah. It was the we, – yeah. we would pay photographers to go to events, just, you know, like a vanity, like your image magazines and stuff, go around and take pictures, put it on the website, put the people – they would hand them a card and say, you will see it on the site. And then they would share it via and social. And they would share it via social, and it would just go around, and you'd see these pictures. With Renaissance Bank at the bottom. With Renaissance Bank tagged in it. But then people got camera phones, and now they can take the pictures, so there's no need to have somebody there taking a picture. Yeah. I guess the takeaway, since we've scolded and ranted at you, is there is movement that has to take place in the banking industry, the bank marketing industry. ABA has pointed out that the offerings from our core providers are insufficient and are working with them to to improve those. That's that's not breaking news. That's not a cutting-edge statement from Marketing Money Podcast. We have to begin to differentiate. We have to really use our marketing budgets. I guess the point I'm making is, so you don't feel like, for me at least, that I'm talking to you or like, 
getting on your case, individual listener that's sitting wherever you're sitting, is there will be a bank or two or five or ten in our 50 states that will look at what Disney did and decide they want to own the market. Luckily for us, the big banks like Chase, we figured this out. What was it? Twenty three trillion or twenty three trillion transactions or something? It's something ridiculous. Uh, they make enough money off their interchange. Like if you just take this a simple interchange fee and multiply it by the transactions, it's billions of dollars a year just in passive income. So, so luckily. I guess I'd say from a like market setting standpoint, they're not out here looking to innovate. They they own they own what they own and they're getting it. But there's some banks in that I don't know. I mean, we've done this for a hundred million dollar bank where we really made them stand out, and thirteen billion dollar bank. Don't get caught up in not having the the more you get caught up in saying I don't have the resources and all that. There's going to be somebody out there that's going to say. What if we had the resources? What if we had a? What if we could find a show that that sixteen million people watch a week? It brightens my day when I open up a magazine and I see my competitors' ads in there. Yeah, it brightens. I'm just like, this is like so good. It's so good because no one remembers a magazine ad. Mm-hmm. No one. I mean, first of all, I I see magazines when I travel. Like I'll sit in the airport and I flip through them or something. I cannot tell you an ad that I remember other than maybe a Got Milk ad as a campaign. Yeah, but I don't remember. You don't. And so I think it's hilarious. When I see them, I'm like, yes, they are spending their money. Now, do we have bankers in our bank that go do this. that too? Yeah, they do because they won't listen or whatever. But I'll but. say this. The, the, the magazine, like you put Cartier and, and you know, Todd Hewer watches or have you say that, a lot of that is reinforcement for your brand. Like it's a weird like not advertising is like, oh, I've got the right thing on. Yeah. It, no, I'm just saying from the strategy. I, oh, I get that. I, look, it's got to be effective at some level or people wouldn't do it. Yeah. You think? I mean, it, you know, people still do direct mail, and it makes money. But my point being is, at some point, you've got to think: is it the most effective advertising for our bank? And I mean, I think banks highly underuse Facebook. They highly underutilize LinkedIn. Uh, they highly underutilize all types of social. I mean, I don't know that Twitter's the spot for it because Twitter seems to be more of a news announcement, short run attention you grabber. About, you talk about here today going. In five about, seconds. Yeah, that, but how easy is it for you to deliver a message on those social platforms that you can change, pull up, pull down versus a magazine ad that I, I would like, I don't know, can someone give me the ROI on a newspaper, a magazine ad that wasn't rate driven that they got a phone call from? Not one where you said our CDs have this super duper rate and they got a call because it was the, the best yeah. rate in the market, which yes, you should advertise the well, best rate a- in the market where your where your audience is, newspaper, older dem- demo, CD purchasers. Yeah. Yes, that's a great spot or for Or look, it. in these rural markets, I mean, we're working on a campaign right now. But Jimmy, there's, a, there's a county with 13,000 people in it. But Jimmy Rick Bobby, the banker, putting his face, you know, in the taking a charge in basketball, sitting in a screen position. With fig his, leaf with, pose. Yeah, fig leaf pose with his blue blazer and his khaki pants and his red tie, white button down collar shirt he's on. an awesome, like, community guy, like, community celebrity. But still, put him in there, you know, standing there, and then beside him, you know, people first, our service, people number one best, and a phone number and an email. I would love to know if that person ever even got a call off that, other than his buddy being like, man, I saw your ad. You look good. You're looking good in there. (laughs) Well, and the other part of it is, is what I would say, and again, the creative, there is a better creative solution than that. But it's not so much that, it's that they, it's a double fault. They ran an ad that wasn't great, but they run it like once. Like, man, hey, uh, pull out that uh, 
a, a, a uh, weekly Tribune. Pull out that ad I ran um, last year. Actually, he ran that two years ago once. Uh, okay, yeah, pull that ad out and run it again. I, you know, I look good in that. I didn't have my belly, whatever. There's no consistency, so it's a double negative. Yeah. Uh, look, I would – no, I, I don't think those are good ads, but if you're going to – if if Jim, Bob, Billy, whatever you called his name, is a key differentiator, yeah. if you believe that in your heart of hearts, run him every week, not once every well, we 18 months. We didn't add. We didn't add, Josh. We did one. There's so much <laughs> – I don't know what you can make out of this stew of anger and spite. But, I, again, I go to that stupid Shia LaBeouf meme. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go I, look it up. I don't. Do I want to? No, not you. Don't You don't look it up. I don't even like Shia LaBeouf. Well, I mean, he's hard guy to like. Wasn't he the one that ruined Indiana Jones? Well, I mean, the, the writers and the, the plot and... A lot of that. There were a lot of things that ruined the fourth Indiana Jones. Um, there's a lot. Crystal Skull. Yes. There's a lot to do, and what I worry about as I look at this industry is we tell ourselves what all we cannot do, instead of actually like we're waiting on the industry to change in our favor instead of changing it. Shia Buff, I actually like you. I'm just ranting to rant. You know he listens. He does. He's a big listener. He just texts me. He's like, "Why are y'all talking about me?" <laughs> Uh, Let's wrap it up. Yeah. So to close out, Josh brought up a good point. Look at Disney, not from the service level, not from the loyalty level, but from how they're acting as a company and trying to take all the air or oxygen, either one, out of the conversation in the room uh, by grabbing all the attention, uh, whether it be parks, entertainment, news, uh, media delivery, and creation and content. Your bank can do the same thing, create shows, Take advantage of digital delivery systems. Uh, cut where you need to cut as you create your budget for next year. And look at what is effective. And attribution, we've discussed this before on here, is super hard to do in marketing. Uh, it, it really is hard to attribute what opens an account because it depends on the person where they're in their life. They have a bad experience. They need something new because of a change. So attribution of the actual delivery of marketing is nearly impossible unless you get specific with an offer uh, or a, a direct mail data tie-in or something of that nature, uh, or an email. But, uh, but to that point, how do you grab the attention away from your competition? And with that in mind, we're going to take our attention back to work. See ya. Rears. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.